We have no idea what we're going to talk about. Welcome to Route 1 Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Route 1 Podcast. The only podcast where we have a set list of topics that we're going to talk about in every single episode. And I'm going to jump right into that topic section. Um, hey, guys. Wait, we literally had something at the end of the episode that I said we need to talk about that we didn't. Uh, open team sheet. Open team sheet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Brady, you start. People aren't doing it. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why? Uh, so, why? so I, I, all right. So here's the thing, right? People going into the announcement that Open Team Sheet was going to be a thing, I uh, just straight up said like, I hate Open Team Sheet. It ruins creativity. It makes the game no good, and this and that. We had a whole episode about it. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now that it's an option on the showdown ladder. I think they just don't do open team sheet sometimes to spite the people who want it. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Like, like no, because it, the, the type of people who, who like say open team sheet ruins creativity are the same type of people who are like, this is like their last stand. This is the most important thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. those metagame losers won't get the best. You know what I mean? Like, they make it a bigger deal than it is. Yeah, yeah. They're the type of people to quote Karen. <laughs> oh, that was another thing. Oh, that. I'm we a, did talk I'm about that. Yeah. I'm a vouch that was for funny the as fuck. minority of players that probably are trying to, you know, test a team for in-game ladder. That I would vouch for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to keep it there yeah. with you. Yeah, in-game you ladder? Find that on in-game the, uh, ladder? On the the series one ladder anyway on showdown so if yeah. you're playing series two I don't I, and, understand why you're not opening team and this is this is a little bit of a hot take right um so the ladder itself is the practice ladder like ranked is <laughs> or in the grand scheme I don't know how to explain it right in the grand scheme of Pokemon. VGC 2023 Series 1 online on the game yes. itself is the practice ladder. For some people, it's all they're going to play because they don't go to tournaments. But, yeah. It, uh, yeah. but it is the practice ladder. Like, um, you know, mm-hmm. people will test out a team in a best of three if they're going to a tournament, but they'll also take it onto the ladder and play some games. I don't honestly see the purpose of making a team on like you know if you're like testing it out before you bring it onto the ladder and make it like i get that but i've heard people saying like oh i'm practicing for the ladder itself and i'm like but that that's the practice yeah you're practicing for the practice yeah like you're practicing for the practice and i get that like that's all some people are going to be able to do and i completely Mm -hmm. understand that but i don't think that like you need to practice for it if that makes sense I, because it it, it's not like it's not like you had a set amount of games right well so but that's the thing like, is you, you kinda, can you can like play well, and learn but depending on who you are like what time what kind of time you got right like yeah i don't know how to say this uh if you're like i would say it like if you've only got like one cartridge you only got one account that can play on the ladder right you don't want to go Mm-hmm. Oh, in 15 to start, you'd rather, like, you know, make some shit that's decent and <laughs> test it on showdown first, then take it to the ladder, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah, and but I'm, I'm talking about, like, the people who bring a team now. to, like, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the people who bring a team to like the 18, because with like tournaments, it's like, oh, my team hit like 18, 1900. I know it's tournament. Mm -hmm. I know it's gonna be good for a tournament. I played in a couple of like room tours. I best a, a three to a few people. It's ready for the tournament, right? Yeah. But there are some people who treat the ladder like that's the be all end all. Yeah, and like I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not trying to like be condescending because I'm really, I'm really trying to speak in such a way that it's like, oh, I get it, you know. Um, mm -hmm. but it's like what? you're not going to. If, if you're the sort of person who aims to be, like, number one on the ladder, you can just do it on the ladder with a team that you know works functionally, right? Like, the sort of person who would make it to number one sort of intuitively knows that their team's going to work. So why not go straight there instead of wasting your time on Showdown, grinding out games to later grind out games? You know what I mean? Because it's getting the team in game, yeah. that's another step. And also, reasons. there's a group of people... Yeah, there, there's plenty of people who don't have access to in-person locals, um, and so it's really just online tournaments. Yeah. Um, and so I get that having a high ladder ranking is a sense of pride, and, and it should be, honestly. If your win-loss ratio is that good for you to be number one, or you just won a shit ton of games in a row without dropping one, that's, imp that's impressive, and that's bragging rights. But I feel like... You know, not everybody wants to compete in big tournaments and go to events and travel or do online tournaments every week and stuff like that, you know? I think it just depends yeah. on the person. Do yeah. they want a tournament no, experience that's, that's, or do they want a ladder when they're free time? Yeah, that's what I was acknowledging. I mean, like, mm. the, the person who aims to be number one on the in-game ladder, in my opinion, is the sort of person that intuitively knows that their team is going to work after a few games no matter where they are on the ladder. Um, gotcha like on showdown and thus would know to build their team in game at that point and then mm -hmm. do that instead of in if they're on limited time then that's even more the reason to just go straight to the ladder you know i see what you mean yeah, I see what yeah you mean. like i'm trying to like communicate that part i don't, I don't I know how the to whole say it point of like showdown yeah. and the reason that it exists in the way it does is to be able to test teams at a higher frequency than you can on the in-game ladder yeah because the yeah. ash's point mm -hmm. of like well, you're not gonna, you know, waste resources in the game to be able to, you know, test a team on cartridge ladder if you want to do that. You'd rather like okay. speed run make fifty teams on showdown or like copy of copy of copy of copy of team, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just yeah. like me. The other the other no team cheat guys, and I'm gonna say a word that's a little bit of a curse word on this channel. Brady? Oh. Armorouge. Uh, Amarouche, Brady is yeah. a curse word? Armourouge players will never say yes to open team sheet. It doesn't matter really? if they're like number three in the world. They're not opening that team sheet. Ash. I did not realize this was a thing. That's kind of funny. Yeah. So the reason is because Armourouge is a good trick room mon, a good scarfer. Mm. They don't want to tell you if they have wide guard. They don't want to oh, tell you if they're like hit by weakness policy plus U turn. I see. I see. Or yeah, weak or, or weakness <laughs> policy U turn. It's it's I literally see. like it, it's also I also have that issue with annihilate players where it's like I haven't had a single annihilate player show me their open team sheet. Um yeah. because is it bulk up? Is it final gambit? One time it was both. Oh. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Uh <laughs> But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I get not wanting to do open team sheet, but I feel like after a certain point on the ladder, like on the showdown ladder, um, mm -hmm. it sort of makes sense that it's like, 
hey, you know your team works. Can you allow other people to practice reading information? You yeah. know, because honestly, l being able to effectively look at an open team sheet and remember shit and remember to refer to the open team sheet in the middle of a game is yeah. legitimately mm -hmm. a skill that I lack. It's intimidating. Yeah. I've, I've been that. saying this, but like the first tournament I went to this generation was like, wow. I had to straight up tell my opponent at one point, I was like, damn, I can't look at this. This is like information overload. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I didn't really talk about, I don't remember if I talked about how I started doing it at San Diego, but I did a little bit of note-taking practice before because, you know, open team sheet's great, but it's not like you know the opponent's team as well as the opponent does. Yeah. You know, you can, you can only make, there's still things, you know, especially stats, you know, how defensive they are, how fast they are. Can only, those, those guesses can only be made based off of, you know, the moves and items they have. And sometimes that's not even enough. So I feel like that, there's still some mystery to the game in the first place, but also... To get past that information overload, I started paying attention to things that would give me hints as to what the stats would be, if that makes sense. Yeah. If I see Focus Ash Meowskarada, you know, I don't know. I have a feeling it might be adamant. If I see, you know, if I see Scarf on Annihilate, I don't even have to look at the rest of its moves, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, just, just quick, snappy things. And um, Terra Types is something that I think is really important. This is this is my advice if you need to internalize a team sheet fast. Look at if any Terra type is off from its regular type, you know, especially on things like Dondozo. If it is Dondozo, what kind of Tatsugiri does it have? What Pokemon no Trick Room? What Pokemon no Taunt? What Pokemon no Tailwind? What what speed control do they have over you? And the rest can mostly things be like inferred. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess like... I guess, like, I can see, like, a Golden Go and, like, look at its Terra type and see, like, Terra Steel and be like, okay, I'm fairly certain this thing is going to be just, like, standard. Yeah. You know, like... And now <laughs> here's... <laughs> that, oh, that, that, dude, that's, that's, that's such a bad well. habit I have. I but have that not... bad habit. That is I, I, literally yeah, something no. I do that makes me lose games. I feel like it's mm -hmm. a more uh, instead of like memorizing, like sort of re-saying what Ash was saying. It's more, it's more or less about like knowing what tools your opponent has, as opposed to like everything about the Pokemon. Like until yeah. you see that Pokemon on the field, or like you think that they might have it in the back, you look at the team sheet and see, oh, okay, so they might have thing with coverage that beats me. In fact, so I have to. Yeah, yeah. It. it the team sheet's there to help you, like, during the match, I feel like. Um, pre, like, getting handed the sheet, I feel like it's it's more just like, okay, they have these tools and that's the game. And then you develop a game plan and then and then later on sort of, like, remind yourself with the sheet. It's yeah. Like, oh, mm -hmm. Okay, so this I mean... Meow has Brick Break. Okay, awesome. I'm going to... Yeah, and, and that's... Oh, yeah. There's another thing that I want to say real quick is you need to be aware of what your team is afraid of. If your team specifically gets countered by Brick Break, Meow Skrata, because they don't have... Because fighting type move Like, they don't have an Annihilate. So if you see an Annihilate, you know you have to be worried. But if there's, like, Brick Break, Meow Skrata, and your team relies on screens or has a King Gambit or something, that's something that you want to look for every single time. Think of, like, your bad matchups... Figure out what it comes down to. Sometimes it's a move. Sometimes it's a set of Pokemon. And look for 
details on that Pokemon that can help you out. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll see, oh, this Pelipper, I, I fucking hate fighting Pelipper as an Armourish and TD player. I see that Pelipper doesn't have Protect because it's running, you know, shit. two attacks, Tailwind, Wide Guard. There's my out. It can't protect. If I get up Trick Room, it's completely vulnerable to anything I hit it with, right? As long as it's single target. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's things like that. You want to know your team as well. So I think Open Team Sheet, if anything, it's like, it doesn't give you any outs, which I think is what some people are thinking. Like, oh, it ruins the surprise. It ruins the strategy. You don't even have to think. There's still a lot that you need to consider. Oh my God. I, I hated those comments where they were like, there's no strategy left in this game. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? You oh, still I'm sorry. have to play oh, the yeah. game. Yeah, there's no strategy in chess because I know what each piece can do <laughs> and how many pieces they have of it. Yeah. Like, you, you know, like, oh, you, you have, all right, I'm going to say it. I've never been, I've never been this outright hostile Holy to those, shit, to like any funny. comment like that. I'm going to say it. If you actually thought that like opening up open team sheets made Pokemon less strategy based, I actually think you might be a little bit stupid. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. I'm going to finally say it. I, this is the worst I've ever said anything about um, anyone who's commented on my channel. You might be a little bit stupid because checkers has strategy. I had someone say there was less strategy than checkers. And I'm like, oh my God, you were actually just molding about fuck? it. You're literally just molding and commenting right Dude. now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, so fun fact, getting surprised, not strategy. Stru surprise strategies aren't yeah. strategies. They're just like... No, no, they're strategies. I won't say that much, but I'll just say you're not going to win a tournament with it. Yeah, because mm -hmm. well, I mean, you literally can't do that anymore, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> unless you have just like the most absurd EV spread of all time. But anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just like I don't I don't I don't get it because you're still gonna play out the game. If they've got like a, a weird team uh, like a weird move on their team, um and it beats your team, you know that it like it exists, but like you still gotta deal with the fact that it exists and can hurt your team. It's like yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Like random coverage move on Pokemon still can work, funnily enough. It yeah, it's yeah. it's almost like having the information about certain things allows the better player to win more consistently because they understand what steps must be taken during the game to create a winning situation. Yep. It like yep. I I'm I'm bringing my own like sort of anecdotal thing. Fun fact: running running Terra Fairy uh Terra Fairy Tita in a in a Terra Flying Tita like abundant meta like. Hmm. That's only a, that works. That's only, okay, it works. It's good. Okay, but like I feel like if I'm facing down a Tita with my Garchomp, and I'm like, okay, that's gonna Terra Flying. That's the only the only thing that's going to like. I feel like the only way that wins against the Garchomp is fit that happens. It's a surprise. Mm -hmm. If I know it's Terra Fairy, I'm just gonna Earthquake. But because I know it's Terra. Terra flying, I'm gonna make the middle ground play of oh, I'm gonna go Dragon Claw, but you click Terra Fairy instead. It's like yeah, and mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. I just want to like also remind the audience that most of us here didn't like Open Team Sheet. No. Like in 2020, I didn't like Open like, Team mm. Sheet, and it wasn't because it stifled my creativity. It's because I just don't like it. I I, I think that gathering information during a match is a skill in best of three. I agree. Right? I agree with that, and that's a skill that everyone should be developing. 
But if the game itself has shifted away from that to a point where the company that runs the game doesn't want that to be a thing, guess what? It's just mm -hmm. not part of the game anymore. Open Team Sheet and without Open Team Sheet are the exact same games. And if if you believe that they are not the same game, I genuinely think you are not playing the game at a skill level high enough to be able to realize that they're the same game. I... I want to add a quick side point. Information gathering doesn't not exist anymore. Oh, yeah. It is still very much a skill. Just because, like, like information gathering as in figuring out what items they have, what abilities, if it's a Pokemon that can run two different abilities, things like that. That information gathering is still, you know, it, 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 it's not there. It's good for ladder, you know? Yeah. But things like stat spreads remembering this move does x percentage this move under these conditions will oko knowing that and kind of sussing out their ev spreads and things like speed and whatnot is still really important because i don't know as someone who's playing trick room every single time it was it was a struggle of okay this is a pokemon that is like support bulky this is a pelipper this is a garganacle this is another annihilate how much fucking speed does this thing have is it is it still a good idea for me to set up trick room or will they benefit more from it or you know i mean tailwind it's kind of just i set up tailwind i do good you know but i i think for those kinds of situations and then also the the reverse of does x move from them oko me how do i test that i'm already losing game one okay let me just hail mary and see how much damage this does to me for the next game you know I, i had one game um in an open team sheet best of three before they had announced it where mm-hmm. the opponent had an armor rouge and they had expanding force on it and mm-hmm. even and there was no terrain or anything right um yeah and or sorry no i'm thinking of armor cannon my bad uh where i'm like i need to know how much this armor cannon does to my amoongus at minus one because i had snarled it right so even uh. though i was gonna lose regardless i i still rage powdered at the end of that because i'm like I need to know how much it mm-hmm. does, you know, like yeah, for the next yeah. game. So I know if I can reliably rage powder and still like keep my Amoongus. Like that's a situation that where like open team sheet wouldn't have stopped that. And it exists in closed team sheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. only marginally less information gathering with team sheets open than there was without. You still have EV. Actually, items. I would say I would say there is a lot less. There are a lot less blatant yeah. information. Stuff that yeah. could be written down like there, easily. No, there is you know? less, but it's the, not... Like, in the grand scheme of everything, yeah. when you include, like, how they play their team, what combinations of leads are there that they can have, what, like, their EV spreads are. Yeah. What's their general game Literally, plan? what's their game plan? What do you... What is going on in their head? There will always be information together in a game of competing with somebody <laughs> else's mind. Like... <laughs> yeah. If you genuinely yeah. believe like, that, the, like, opening team sheets is the death of, uh, what's it called? information gathering you're just dumb i'm sorry i'm with you on this marcos <laughs> yeah yeah pokemon, <laughs> pokemon here's a good way to, to think about it. pokemon went from what is that doing to what is he cooking yeah yeah what like is it. he cooking yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah, like if because like if if you're playing against a, a person and like on team preview you see like a tropius you're going oh what's that doing but if you're yeah. if you're on team preview and you see a tropius of like harvest it's like self-setting sunny day all this other stuff now your question is, okay, I know what it can do. What is it cooking? <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. How does it do it? Yeah. How does it do its goal now? How does it do it, and what are you going to do to make it do it? How are yeah, you cooking? Yeah. And how do I stop it from doing it? When are you cooking? Yeah. <laughs> Where, Where are you yeah. cooking? MMA, you is, cook? MMA has, no, has no strategy involved in it because I know that people are allowed to kick me. 
Yep. I know. Yeah, what do you? Boxing has no strategy. There's literally three moves. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I know that pawns can like move forward once and like move forward twice if it's the first move, and I know that you can do a cool little maneuver called an onpasson if you, they do a two. Google onpasson. No strat. New strategy. No strategy at all in chess. No. 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 Not at all. Mm -hmm. not I at think all. I. I, I, no, don't know I didn't much see about castling chess, on the I... open team sheet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's not creativity that people I are do... losing. It's fucking magic tricks that people are losing. To Brady's point of like Terra yeah. Fairy Tyranitar that's getting Dragon Clawed instead of Earthquake. It's like it's not it's not creative, yeah. bro. That's a magic trick. That's some shit that like is possible. But it's it's like <laughs> what, what is, is your is your creative strat really hope my opponent doesn't know what the fuck is going on? Really? How how far do you think you can get <laughs> I... that one? Because not very is the answer. Yeah. I had a I had a community post that I put on uh, on my you know my community tab obviously mm -hmm. uh, about a year ago that got reposted to r slash stunfisk by some random person and like oh boy it's like one of the top posts in r slash stunfisk now um, I want to hear this and it was a screenshot and I the gist you can find it there it's very easy to find but the gist of it was literally just like hey I think we should stop calling teams that don't work creative and start calling teams that have a new innovative way to play them like, or how, I think what I said exactly was like we should stop referring to teams that just have a bunch of random Pokemon that no one really sees creative and we should start referring to teams that may have one or two Pokemon that people don't see um, as creative but still function or better yet teams that have an innovative way of playing an existing metagame are arguably or an, in, an innovative way of playing an existing archetype are arguably more creative than teams that don't have mm. a way to play it consistently that mm. just have a bunch of Pokemon that you don't see, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I see what you mean. And, for, like, literally, like, r slash Stunfisk, surprisingly enough, most people said, yeah, I agree, which is crazy to me that p people on, on Pokemon Reddit were agreeing with my take. Um, yeah. Like and... And then there were obviously a few people who were like, well, yeah, um, actually, it's not creative to just use the same team with different EV spreads. I'm like, no, it is. It's actually <laughs> probably, it takes much more effort to do that than it is to throw a couple of Pokemon together that won't yeah. win. Looking at another human and I telling can't. them that they are not being creative in anything that they are doing is fucking weird. Don't do that. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not saying like the, in of the team with like random Pokemon isn't creative, but like I'm saying like, we should stop referring to those as cool creative teams and start encouraging people to refer to teams that yeah, play no, no, I'm with you. a functional I'm with you. game as creative it, in in like Pokemon context. Obviously, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. if someone's like playing an in-game team and they have like a Caparaja, a Swablu, and like an Eviolite Dunsparce, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. They're creative, going ham you know? with that. But like on the showdown ladder, if someone pulls up with that and it doesn't win anything, it's like, I suppose I've never seen these Pokemon before, but how do you win? And they, if they don't mm -hmm. have an answer, it's like, okay, well, creativity only goes far enough. It, in, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, I agree, like, you shouldn't tell people how to be creative. But I think mm -hmm. in, in congratulating people on their creativity so far as competitive games go, it should be limited to teams that have a strategy that will work. There are right answers in Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's the best. There are, there is a correct answer. Yeah. Like it, there, are creative, there are many there are creative solutions answers. to yeah. said correct answers. Creative mm -hmm. solutions, yes. Okay, no, that's that's exactly what I've been meaning to say. Okay, yes, yes, yes. No, all right. VGC is a game of making solutions. The the the, the problem that you're trying to solve is my opponent 
will win if they either KO all four of my Pokemon or KO more Pokemon than me by the time the time runs out. Yeah. You have to solve that problem. Yeah. As long as you're, you know, you can have a creative answer, but we should reward creative solutions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, there's an answer, then there's a solution. Bitching about it is not an answer. Gotcha. Let me throw that out there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Bitching about it isn't an answer, but... (laughs) Like, yeah, no, what you're saying is, like, if you're just, like, throwing a bunch of random fucking, like, mons on a team because, like, they're not used on a team, that and, like, they don't really solve the issue too much, that isn't something you should mm-hmm. be praised for. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't no. function. Uh, so, like, Pokemon... You should be praised for trying. You, you, you that's, bring, that's what I'll say. The goal of Pokemon is to bring a set of tools to a video game to beat other, set, other sets of tools. You have... You have mm-hmm. different puzzles, different puzzles of a te- of teams that your opponent has, and then you have a toolkit of things to beat those puzzles. If you're not beating mm-hmm. any puzzles, then like that isn't something you should be praised for. Yeah, I think the uh, like one of the best examples I can think of uh, recently is Shadow Claw Groudon. Or actually, no, how about this one? We're um. You know, no, I'm going to go with Shadow Claw Groudon, because this mode makes more sense for the context. That is like, Groudon is the Pokemon that is, you know, weird. You know Mm -hmm. what, actually, no, I'm changing my example. Hold on, my metaphor shifted. I think think Shadow Claw Groudon's good. (laughs) Yeah, Shadow Claw, but to like get my point across, I'm going to use the good old Pachirisu, shout out to Seiji. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, That'll hit, that'll hit. The reason, (laughs) (laughs) the reason that Seijin's Pachirisu worked wasn't because he sat down and thought, I like Pachirisu, I'm going to use it. Well, he could have. That could have totally been what it was. But what I think is more likely to have happened is he sat down and saw a set of problems of... Need electric resist? Need I need something that can take... I need electric resist? I need... Yeah, I need electric resist. I need redirection. I need something that can deal with these bulky-ass Pokemon that I can't Oko. Okay, so what can we do about that? Well, here's Pachirisu. It gets redirection. It's got enough bulk to take a fucking Draco Meteor if you EV, right? That's pretty neat. Oh, and it gets Super Fang. That halves the opponent's HP. Now... When it, most support Pokemon, sometimes they'll get stuck and they just sit there. I think Clefairy does that a lot. It gets, it just can't help mm-hmm. anymore, yeah. so it just sits there and does nothing. Pachirisu, you still have to worry about it because if it's not redirecting your moves, it's having your HP or paralyzing you yeah. with Nuzzle. See, I've always, I've this Pokemon solves so many problems because it had this unique move set and these stats that just hit the yeah, right and it was benchmark. Problems. Yeah. That's it was why it was unique used. to the team too. Because let me let me kick it to you like this. <laughs> oh kick, yeah, that's let me a kick huge it to you thing. like this, right? Bro had Gyarados on the team. Bro had Mega Gardevoir on the team. What is that weak to? That is weak to Electric. That is weak to Steel. Wouldn't it be nice if something existed mm-hmm. that could redirect Steel and Electric moves? Oh my God, it exists! <laughs> like, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where if you ever see if you ever see someone's team and they've got like this one really weird Pokemon on there and you're like what the fuck is that doing? Chances are it's either someone's favorite Pokemon or they found that little intersection of perfect solutions to the need and they're like oh, it's perfect. I think yeah. that's what happened with Tropius. I'm not up to date on what the fuck mm-hmm. Tropius does, but it seems like one of those puzzle pieces. It can terastalize to get rid of its bad defensive typing. It gets leech seed, it gets body press, it gets defense boosting moves. It's it's Celesteela too. Wait. And it I just does it its job. Kind of- Wait, I have a genuine question. Is this Tropius running covert cloak? 
I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Because that's because a then you walk answer if you're running Leech Seed. I was actually trying to find this exact Pokemon the other day. I was like, I want a Grass type with Leech Seed. I can put Cloak on. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, Amoongus. And I was like, Oh, Amoongus doesn't get Leech Seed. Oh well, keep looking. Well, because you're <laughs> yeah. looking, you're looking yeah, for well, so, here you go. For creative Trope. solutions to problems. Exactly. That's like it yeah. doesn't matter what yeah. the Pokemon is. It matters what it can do. <laughs> yeah. The best feeling, oh though, I will say, is finding out that your creative solution, your little niche thing that you need to work, is a Pokemon that you like. Yeah. That's what's really fun about it. There's... And sometimes you create Pokemon that you like. I didn't like Annihilate. I thought he looked goofy. And then I, he fixed the solution for my team, and now he's like my yep. favorite dude. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Spiritomb. Like, yeah, I didn't I was... care for Spiritomb. I thought it was too edgy of a Pokemon. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> He's just a little goofball who tanks everything and does the perfect thing he needs to do for my team. Dark resist for the armor rouge. Perfect. Sets up trick room for the armor rouge. Perfect. You know, it, it yeah. just works. Yeah. There is live footage of me doing this on one of our podcasts with Graplock. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. This, ha- this happens frequently. And this is like also another thing on top of the, like, the shit we were talking about last episode about the competitive Pokemon players like ruining the game because they see things as like numbers and digits and stuff no we play the game and we use these numbers and digits and we grow attached to them as well like, <laughs> these are my I favorite love my numbers i love so the much. fact that you, no, you, ever, you, ever, you ever solve a problem you ever finish a puzzle and be like i'm so fucking proud of myself for solving that puzzle right you can do that and then get attached <laughs> yeah. to the pokemon because that was the, sol- the, the solution to the puzzle <laughs> like, That's li- yeah. Yeah, literally have you ever have you ever have you ever solved a puzzle and then like you have it, like it's like a really big puzzle, and you know you're never gonna do that again in your life. So you glue it together. And yeah, frame exactly. It. That's Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's what Pokemon team building is. That's like <laughs> that's why I love Kyurga so much. That's why I like uh, shut Breloom. up. Your that's Pokemon's like, not valid. That's why <laughs> his I Pokemon's like, awesome. That's why I like Breloom. It's why I like Goldengo. It's why I like Murkrow. It's why I like like half the Pokemon that I like a Pokemon that I've used in the video game and used it to some success and it's just been so good i would in nerf there was there is zero way i would have liked faramirza without having used it in vgc same with gothitelle for me yeah like i no me too gothitelle um but you know i used it in vgc i like the way that it, it um it like it worked it was a very uh very high preference mon which is like something that i like playing in pokemon and now mm-hmm. Faramirza is one of my favorite Pokemon, just because the way it works in the game, but also it let me grow, like, an appreciation for the Pokemon itself as, like, a design, than, like, doing yeah. research and stuff. And this is, like, I don't know, something that people don't seem to realize, because this happens in fighting games as well. There'll be a character that I absolutely... One of my favorite characters of all time, uh, Naoto... Naoto Shiragane from Persona 4. There's no fuck Like, I wouldn't even play Persona 4 unless I played this character in, like, BB Tag, which is a fighting game. It was like, <laughs> I, I played her in that game once and loved the character so much that it became my personality for, like, six months. And then I played the game <laughs> and just kept on liking the character. That wouldn't have happened yeah. otherwise. And this is just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like this is something that people just like lack to comprehend all the time in any competitive thing. It's like, I don't well, know. I'm going to, I'm going to, and Pokemon I'm going to address the crowd of people that are like, okay, well, what about when uh, we're supposed to find creative solutions to problems and everyone keeps using the exact same solution? <coughs> Incineroar. Um, <laughs> I'm 
half with the crowd. I'm a half with like yeah, it can get repetitive. It can get like you know it can feel like I was getting real sick of bringing this. Yeah, song. it can feel like the creativity is like See, I'm a designer, right? I'm an artist. I see this as like when people try to emulate the same style and people try to emulate like Oh, I want to make art like X person, and when like twenty people say that, it's like, what, where, what about, what about what you want to make? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. I still think in that there is room to in, like to be creative, right? Yes. In in centralized metagames, in shit where like, oh my god, this one thing is probably kind of like necessary if you want to actually create wins. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, like, it, 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 can it be annoying? Yes. Can it still be creative? Absolutely. Look at the people that were running triple steel at Worlds with, like, Zacian Dialga. Like, what the fuck? That, that didn't exist before yeah. then, right? So, like, I think, I, here's, here's how I'm seeing this in my head, right? Somebody said cooking earlier, right? Like, what were they cooking? Mm-hmm. You gotta be, I would think, like, even understanding of cooking before you can start to judge other people's cooking right i see people i see yeah, people be throwing shit together like if you were to be cooking and you know you know you know video game cooking like breath of the wild or some shit where it gives you like a menu where it gives you a <laughs> sandwich yeah, sandwiches and pokemon is a great example of this where it gives you a menu of options right of like what do you want to put into this thing right you don't know what the product mm-hmm. will be unless you already have a recipe which is actually what a team structure is, but holy shit, that's a different topic for another time. Um, if if <laughs> you just throw random shit together Good and forward. expect it to work, you are already setting yourself up for failure. That's not how cooking works. That's not how creativity works. That is not how solving problems works. So don't do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you throw it all into the pot and then it goes... That's your fault. Yeah. That is not the fault of the <laughs> meta game. That is not the fault of it, other players being yeah. creative, solving solutions. That's Shut what the it fuck sounds up. like. That's the noise it makes. You're looking it's like, like if uh, someone went on Iron Chef and was like, "I just hate that everyone else is making creme brulee in such an like in it's the same mad because bad. Why can't they dude. make creme brulee in a creative way? <laughs> like, you're looking like Linguini from Ratatouille, like <laughs> at the start before the rat comes along, he knocks over a pud and he just fucking starts throwing shit in. And it's, it tastes hard. It's, it's and then you see the mad because bad at the highest degree, and then it's and then you start to project it and take it onto other people. Like, really? That's what you're gonna do? <laughs> I must say, if people who complain about the meta game and like can't build to beat it, they're not just bad. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm actually gonna say oh, it. Oh, he's gonna say words. Oh. They're very bad. <gasps> <laughs> I'm gonna That's throw crazy. up. Sorry, I did. I wasn't ready. Why are you so mean? I wasn't ready to say it, you? but it had to be said. How could you, Marcus? This is this is unforgivable. We're kicking off the podcast. Kung Pao. I've been <laughs> mad like all episodes. Y'all can redirect your agent and me. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I got you, Marcus. Anger is fine. You're allowed to be angry. Anger is good. As long as you're not taking it out on other people. Anger mm-hmm. is fine. Taking yes. you out of the content that other people listen to is uh, a little bit. Uh, my bad. <laughs> Wait, no, what? Huh? What? No, don't worry about it. I'm worrying a little. No, I. I mean, I think you're allowed to vent with your with your friends and loved ones. Yeah, I think with anything, venting is important, right? So, like, 
you're his friends. I'm his There's loved ones. That, that that being said, though, right, when <laughs> oh, it comes yeah. to venting into like content or some shit, I don't want to be like um, Twitch streamer guy that like fucking like <laughs> opens up Twitch and's like, hey everybody, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh shit, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that. <laughs> Hey, want to see a hard? Yeah, I literally. Cry? <laughs> literally, literally. That's, that's the only thing. I'm just like, mm. oops. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Right. As far as I'm aware, we're all prepping for tournaments right now, right? I'm literally I'm not... doing it as we speak. I think yeah. Knoxville is possible for me to go to. <laughs> Okay. Ash, are you Ooh. not going to the the North North Alley Twenty? That one's in June. I'm going oh, to that you, one. You, okay, you literally come. Oh, you're talking about first. Yet. You're talking about first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one's in June. I don't know if I'm going. I think I'll only be able to go if I can find a friend to stay with. Because, well, it's more the trip getting there that's a pain. Because it's a four hour drive, and that sounds awful. At that point. I, you know, I'm not going to make anyone do that because I still don't have my license. Yeah. So I'll take public transportation. Yeah, I'd be public transporting <laughs> yeah. all over the place. I wouldn't have a car to get there. I'd fly in. That's what I'd have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Road trip? <laughs> Road uh, trip? Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Me and Marcos in a car on the way to California for 64 straight hours. Yeah, no, I'm not done. <laughs> that sounds so awesome. No, no, that sounds like sick. a swell time. Would... As hype as that would Marcus. be. <laughs> Marcus, we would listen to Jamiroquai, right? We should listen to Jamiroquai together. Jamiroquai. We're going to go deeper underground, bro. Uh, we'll listen to... <laughs> I, I think I... The clown band? I don't know. Clown core. The clown band. Talking about insane clown, clown posse? Band. Or are we talking about? No clown, clown core. core. Right. Oh, the guys in 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 um. In the yeah, toilet. in porta potties. I think. I think it would be shout out to the guys in the toilet. What porting they potty? It'd be really funny because we'd give Monkers the ox one second we're listening to like fighting gold and the next minute we're listening to like. The, the clown core music. Some avant-garde. Dude, avant-garde might be the most perfect way to describe when I handed Marcos the ox in my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Michael experienced handing me the ox. Bro, it went from, like, Amish to, like, <laughs> Mongolian throat singing. And I was like, where are we? <laughs> it was ice That's base. I'm not going to lie. That's it was ice No, nah, I'd, I'd be so This fun. is just a peek into my twisted <laughs> mind. <laughs> <laughs> I like the wait is there something you could do with pokemon for that i thought of incineroar only briefly just because it's black and red but like what what piss what, what could you do to be like this is just a a peek into my twisted mind for pokemon that's incineroar too that was y'all when you <laughs> oh were wait no no too. i made a meme about that i made a meme about that it was uh i posted a picture of hariyama yeah, I said I drew a dark and messed up version of <gasps> Iron Hands. This is just a peek into my twist. Dude, it popped off. I there got you a go. That's, the, that's, that's what yeah. I was looking for. Yeah, it turns out it already exists. Dark and twisted version of Iron Hands. <laughs> it should be like Persian and Alolan Persian. I think, oh my I think my favorite ones of those are when the evil and twisted version is just like a regular thing. Yeah, like Ariyama. <laughs> yeah. Or it's or it's like it's just the, oh, the no, same dude, image, dude. but they've got like angry Jigglypuff eyes. Jigglypuff and Screamtail. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's another one. <laughs> you darked up, you know fucked up um... version of Jigglypuff. 
call it screen tip. Hey, do you guys think I can fit the words "quirked up white boy" on my Hariyama or on my um? No, I can't fit it. I was gonna name my Iron Hands "quirked up white boy." I'm trying to be built like Somebody Iron Hands. Somebody tried to put Gog, Gog on my knuckle on the Gog knuckle, and it didn't work. So, mm. pain. At least on Showdown, it didn't work. I'm trying to be built um, like Iron Hands. She garg on my knuckle till I salt here. Trying to be built like Garganical. <laughs> I've never said it like that in my life. Yeah. I don't think I could replicate that even if I tried. Today, this morning, this morning, Michael, all right, 5 a.m. <laughs> like, I think it was 5 a.m. This morning, Michael sends me my two thumbnails for the morning. He goes, here you go, chief. And I said, my response to him sending me my fucking shit was, what if it's pronounced jargonackle? <laughs> to my response of, what yeah. if it's called? Glarge Gromical. <laughs> I just like, what the if it's pronounced jargon? Want? No, imagine the Pokemon anime comes out and it's just like, no, imagine <laughs> the person who has to break it to us is Necra. And then, you know, Rose, <laughs> Rosemary just gets on stream. She goes, and and Joe sends out the Jargonackle. <laughs> it's like, they they, sh they told me that's how it's pronounced, guys. I'm sorry. Oh my God. That would be wonderful. Joe sends out the Jargonackle. Yo, that motherfucking Jargonackle. He's kind of hitting the quad. Jargonackle's hitting the quad. Everyone, look. I, like, hey, that, that Garganackle they have at the Shell Shack, it's singing. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Deep cut. Deep cut SpongeBob references, boys. <laughs> I don't know if you feel about usage by the, right now, by the way, because that shit is everywhere. I'm gonna kill oh, someone. Okay, well, I think... apparently not I well think... about organical usage is how we're feeling. Good to know. Uh, Dog and Echo was on the same level of like a believer to me for a long time. Oh, and it no, popped no. up, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, oh, so. Well, cute. I I play oh. I play a very cycle heavy play style. If you guys haven't noticed, by my 1,000 teams. Um, so I have to eventually touch Garganacle, or Garganical, and I'm really scared to touch Garganicle, um, because once I do, it's I'm over I'm surprised for I guys. haven't, because I'm thinking, like, <laughs> I love fat Pokemon with recover. My old favorite Pokemon was Milotic before this generation. Mm -hmm. Like, not because of hypnosis and cringe shit. In fact, Garganical is, like, Milotic, but based... <laughs> but like so I, true. I, I don't know actually no or, it's i don't not. know i feel like it i've got to try it because it feels like it would be right up my alley there's so many pokemon that i haven't been able to try it and i'm surprised i saying that because i mean i know i don't have the time to be playing as much as i used to but like i don't know there being pokemon out there that i'm like yeah i'd vibe yeah. with you but i haven't met yet is like yeah mm -hmm. I, actually let's Let's make Garganical the next showdown live, but we'll play it so fucking toxic. But choice band stone I, think, I don't want to play toxic. I want to fight. Well, no, no. <laughs> I was. I want to do like salt cure with toxic spikes, and also we have like volt switch fake out and what like the fuck? just multiple <laughs> fake out mods. Just like, and and Gothitel and Gothitel, so they can't switch. Just I want to play it just funny, be not like criminals. that. You said funny, not evil, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> We're gonna do crimes. Ocarus is that one image of Gengar, and it's like, today I will cause problems on purpose to <laughs> That's literally my yeah, Twitter. To like, your point, though, Garganical Gothitelle, that sounds fucking awesome, because the only way to stop Stalk here is if Oh, no, I've been thinking about it all week. I, we like, I'm cook, scared. Bro. Like, I've been we thinking be about it, and like, I'm literally... I've been, I've been sitting at my desk all day at work, and I'm like, cold sweats. Like, am I gonna... Literally cold sweats, thinking, like, I have to use 
Garganical Gothitelle, or someone will use it against me. <laughs> put, put, okay, you got. We gotta up. put our. You gotta put your Garganical against my Gothitelle, bro. We gotta. We gotta touch them together. No, I'm don't not say like, that. like that. I'm not like <laughs> that. I, mean, I don't know what kind of innuendo you're talking about. I meant like fist bumping Garganical and Gothitelle. That's what I was seeing in my head. Gargle on my neck until I saw. That's what I was seeing in my head. Hear me out, guys. Uh, Espafra? Question mark. No, bad I'm down Pokemon. for Espafra. Well, I've I seen like it firsthand. We've already built a Spothra. No, 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 no. Not for live mockers. No, Spothra's my baby. Building for... Mar okay, okay, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> level with you because we're still on the food metaphor, at least in my head I am. Building for showdown lives, Marcos, is like... <laughs> like, easy-bake oven cooking with, like, Play-Doh stencil cutters. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is, bro. It, it is, and and it is. Building no, for, I agree with Michael. It is though, building it's for very a tournament easy. though. Is like Michelin star level cooking. I'm a fucking. I, I love doing that shit. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. No, Mike, you've seen the difference between my fucking showdown live team oh, yeah. and the team that I brought to like the oh, yeah. NATO tour. Yeah, like, no, okay. Even when I be, even I, when I, I be doing I, thumbnails, I I be putting the Pokemon in the thumbnails, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? There's such a discrepancy no. between. What is Marcos doing? Okay, so the showdown lives are actually like. You have, like, the best fucking ingredients. You're making a sandwich. You're making a sandwich. You got the best fucking ingredients out there. You got, like, prosciutto. You got, like, high-quality cheese. You got, you got the, like, the... Oh, you got some, got some like, spinach. You got some, like, really good tomatoes. You got some fucking... Some just high-quality sandwich meat. And then, yeah, put it all together. You got, like, the best bread. You got brioche. You got brioche. <laughs> and then you got the subject uh, of the sandwich that drags it all down, which yeah. is, like, and then, and then you, <laughs> and then you, and then you go into this, then you go into this fridge, you find, like, three-week-old mayonnaise, <laughs> grab it out of the fridge, and just fucking... Three-week-old mayonnaise showed out live. <laughs> just Bro, like, I'm gonna keep yeah. it real with you, Brady. I, I tuned out when you said tomato. Wow. Damn. The racism is real. It's I, not racism. You just said it one wrong. one iceberg. <laughs> Marcos racist. <laughs> I, I still find it so funny, that whole story of that guy who thought you were being racist against Mexicans. Oh, yeah, because I said Chicano rap, and I'm like, no, it's... Okay. Oh, no, you're talking about the other one. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm the surprised who, it's happened twice. Yeah, I mean, I told both the... It was, it was within, like, an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, never, never in my life have I said I want to close Twitter so bad, but I didn't <laughs> because I'm stronger than them. Um, you are more powerful, simply. But Espafra seems kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I think, I think Espafra, Espafra is an ingredient that needs to be experimented and pushed further because it has sauce. Okay, so it Lumina, does. Cra Lumina Crash is amazing. Both like versus two of like the the main like. You have to break us, guys. It's uh, the Garganekel and the Dondor. So if they do amazing intervals, because you just spam Lumina Crash. Sylvester, I'm and, like, if, Iron Hands. Yeah, yeah, Iron Hands is really good. Uh, it was an oh, I mean, previously it was Annihilate, but it was good into. Um, but now it's good into, uh, <laughs> Iron Hands. Um, yeah, and Garganicals are poison ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Also, right? Like that's what I'm thinking. I, and I think hate about that. bundle. I hate think it about so bundle much. too. If you're speed boosting up, eventually you'll get faster than bundle. And bu you bundle fucking it. sucks. Yeah. Two every time. Like it's but mm -hmm. sucks. So if like, you're if you're not running um if you're not running scarf Goldanger um if you run max max modest Spafra, you outspeed Goldanger by like timid Goldanger by like eight ah. points. Um, so you can always, you always have, like, Lumina Crash into Make It Rain, um, turn one, if you are able to, like, do outspeeding stuff. 
Um, Neat. Which is, like, super cool. Um, it's really good support for Paradox guys as well. Um, um, it's essentially this... It's good for if good with your own bundles, good to your own uh, flutter main. Um, it's essentially what you were doing with Iron Moth without the booster energy, and like you have to take a turn to boost up. But also, you know what's a spot row scared of? Dark types. You've got a you got a fairy type clicking D gleam next to you. Like that's not True. a that's not a problem. Um, I mentioned I think Neil in one of the showdown lives that we did. Screens is really good. Um, before I was running like a D Gleam Terra Fairy set, but I think you're you actually want to be doing like um, maybe like Ghost type screens, Lumina Crash Protect, or like Dark type even. You're still weak. Uh, I think um, Ghost is the best. Ghost is good because you don't get faked out. Um, in my hypothetical, you run like a Covert Cloak on Goldanger, like you said, so you don't get Soul Cured or anything, or like. If you Terra Steel, you don't get faked outed. Um, faked it outed. So that's a that's a cool thing that I've been trying to cook because I've been using Espa for a bunch in Series One, uh, which is another thing I wanted to bring up. Series One is coming to a close in like a week. Um, yeah, it makes it's me a, sad. Honestly. It's a little sad, um, but you know, is I think it. Two is looking fun. It's like a mini. Two is looking very fun. Two yeah. is looking. I, a lot guys, of fun. now that we only have a few days to enjoy this format. I have to admit something to you. Mm -hmm. I did not care for series one. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I liked it. It's cool. I liked it it's a cool. lot. Mouse hold. Mostly because cool. I I found, yeah, I, mouse hold stocks in the ground. Um, but I liked it because I got Jamil to work. Because so true. We have an Aspartra on the team as well, so I have a video of that coming out. Uh, tomorrow. Of the time of the recording, I was supposed to bring it out today, but I was EP after work and I worked out. And bro was EP. I was EP and I walked out after work and uh, put like twenty kilos of weight on like what I normally do. And holy just, moly, yeah, it, trying to push myself, push my limits. You know, I'm, I'm charging, I'm charging up down B with Cloud because I hadn't <laughs> been so to the true. gym in like a week, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna hate myself tomorrow. But I'm gonna do it, and I actually don't hate myself tomorrow. I'm fine. Hope. I feel Yay! okay. So, um, dude, being sore after the gym is one of the best feelings. I don't know why. Oh no, no, it's no, no. Like, absolutely. Like if you feel if you feel like hurt after gym, but you have like this weird like accomplished feeling. Like, yeah, because it's like I did shit. I did enough to yeah. make my body be angry at me. Yeah, yeah. yeah Wait, yeah. okay. Resident health experts, how bad of an idea is it to do my workout? then get stoned afterwards that that's probably not good for me right <laughs> i've actually no 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 i've actually watched a, a lot of videos on this specific topic there's actually a really oh. good video by jeff nippert about uh working out high or getting high after you work out um as it turns out there might be a benefit all to right well good to know out, but only <laughs> no no no. but only if you're doing only if you're doing like body weight exercises because then it's safe um if you're using like free weights you should not be inebriated but oh, for yeah, body yeah. weight exercises, what ends up happening is there's like um, there it's you know there aren't a lot of studies, but there are a few studies that show that the uh, mind muscle connection gets a little bit better because you become single minded in what you're doing. I in put that my one brain cell in you know my muscles. Yeah, you're smart. You're smart. Fun fact. It's 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 basically like you go on autopilot and it makes it easier to complete sets. Right, so what I'm hearing is that's that makes sense what actually. I'm, what I'm hearing that's is neat. after pod. 
I still need to eat food today, so I'm gonna work out first, do a hundred push-ups, get stoned, <laughs> make a pizza, and then just fucking like <laughs> try to exist for the rest editing. of the night. <laughs> I'm I'm editing a video for like immersed of the rest of the night. We voice chat with me while I have my mm. video. And then, yeah. I'm playing Fire Emblem for the rest of the night. <laughs> nice. I have I'm a fun. date night. Yay! We all have plans. <laughs> Michael's is get yeah. stoned. Well, I had like 70 <laughs> plans today, and I couldn't do any of them, so I ended up just being like, you know what, fuck it, me day. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. Speaking yeah, of overstimulation and a lack of ability to focus, I am getting tested for ADHD soon. Yeah! yeah. I know you mentioned that. Yeah. Just hype. Um, and the reason is because uh, I was talking about it with my girlfriend uh, after like hearing about like symptoms, and I was like, oh... I haven't been able to focus, like, when I'm in lectures at, like, school, all throughout high school and college, I found it very difficult to listen to anything the professor was saying for more than five minutes at a time, and then I would just mm -hmm. immediately go off and thinking about other shit, and then before I knew it, the class was over. Um, yeah, yeah. Homework, homework, I literally, I had to do it with someone else every single mm. time. Yeah. That's how I got all my assignments mm -hmm. done, because, Honestly? not because I needed them to do it for me, but because... If they didn't have me consistently, like, okay, we're doing this one now, I wouldn't get it done. Right there with you. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. It, it's, and I, I want to do it, My productivity like, next to people is, like, next to people, my productivity, like, goes yeah, way up. Soon. That's a thing, apparently. <laughs> yeah. ADHD okay. No, 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 this isn't just a, <laughs> this isn't just an ADHD thing. This is, like, yeah. a thing. If it's, it's, um... It's why they have younger kids work together. Because mm. if you see someone else, if you see other people working around you, you yourself feel more motivated to mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. And it's also like... Social. Yeah, social. It's, it's social stuff. And also you feel like you have someone holding you accountable for getting mm. it done. Mm -hmm. That's like right next to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fun Dude, fact... But he, he, like, sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, they, like, the most common way, at least recently, uh, people have been like realizing that they have ADHD is just like because someone like, else really like realizes ever, it. <laughs> like yeah it's like someone else around you um has it or has like recently been diagnosed and then it gets Brady. explained to the other people <laughs> and then you tell them and then you tell them oh these are the symptoms and then a person's like oh this is like very familiar mm -hmm. like that's how mm -hmm. my that's how my dad found out it's how i found out um he's like 90 percent sure that i've got it <laughs> I'm Dude, not even I was, sure I was... what Michael does. Like, and now that I know, I can like, I can sort of help. Info, I can help and also tell like, oh, this person like based on what they're saying, they probably have ADHD, and yeah, mm, a lot of people have been realizing, and that's why it's like a, this huge crowd of people. It's like, oh, there's so many people saying that they have issues now. No, they're just realizing that they have issues. Yeah, they're just yeah, realizing for a long time. That, that's yeah, that's a thing that is like, um, there's a few like diagnoses with that basically like people think that like oh the rate of this is going up at the same time as this i, I think that there was someone who said like the rate of adhd is going up with how many people are using social media and it's like well actually it's more just that we're more readily able to diagnose it yeah mm -hmm. that that's a lot of things like the i feel like one of the best just solid examples of this is whenever whatever year they stopped reprimanding being left-handed in public schools yeah that. and then compare that to the num the percentage of left-handedness in the population it just goes right up duh because you stopped stopping people from doing it you know 
Like, what, once people have access to information... Hmm? Left-handedness is an abomination. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> there, There's... That's, that's how depression and anxiety is treated. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if, like... I don't know. I see it a lot in, in like, boomers and just older people. And, like... Oh, PTSD is something, you know, that war veterans had, right? But they lump in the anxiety and depression with PTSD because anxiety and depression are scary words that we don't want to say because that means you're weak. You're They're weak and you're sad and you're scared. You know, yeah. I don't They're know. I feel... You're all just, you're all just babies nowadays. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that kind of shit is ridiculous because it's not we're babies. It's that people have more self-respect for themselves and I think feel like they are owed to be... You know, like respected as people who have problems. Is oh God, so fucking powerful. Really. Mm-hmm. Self-respect also—that's becoming more of a thing. A lot of people, if at least in America and at least with the younger people around me, it feels like a lot. Le- pe- people are a lot less likely to say, "I'm going to do this because my parents told me to," and that could just be because I'm around a bunch of twenty-year-olds who now have freedom as they're going to college, but. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of, like, I'm going to do what I want to do rather than what people expect of me to do. And I think with that comes learning more about yourself and being more honest with yourself, Thanks. you know. I, I have some friends who found out that they have autism at, you know, at this age, at my age, in their 20s. And, you know, like, Brady, your dad, however old your dad is, probably a grown-ass adult, <laughs> thinking, like, oh, I might have ADHD. Yeah, in his 50s, like... Yeah, it... it, it <laughs> That doesn't mean he didn't have ADHD before. It's yeah. that now he's like, oh, that's what was causing <laughs> That's why that. I'm like yeah. this. That? Yeah, yeah. Well, it that's, all makes that's sense why, That's why I literally will have a calendar telling me everything I need <laughs> yeah. to do and explaining to me exactly how I do it so I can go to sleep at 9 p.m. every night and then go to bed at midnight when you, anyways. Oh, my God. This, this couldn't everything. be more perfect yep. to talk about this at the end of the episode that we were talking about, like, creative solutions to shit because when you understand why you are the way that you are you have full control over what you do Mm -hmm. so like it's Mm -hmm. the same shit that we were talking about earlier why are we (laughs) doing the things when you know that you can use that why that's crazy yeah yeah and and that's 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 the great thing about diagnoses and you know this is this is for all the viewers i know people who have self-diagnosed i know people who've got official diagnosis no matter what if you start looking into it and start thinking i think i have this but you don't want to go out and diagnose yourself just treat yourself as if you have this if you have adhd if you have autism anxiety depression anything that can affect how your brain interprets information treat yourself like how you think just 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 pretend you you have it officially diagnosed you definitely have it because if the solutions that people recommend for these things start working for you Good. there you go benefit, yeah. is great yeah you figured it out Who you are know? you and why and, and, and i want to yeah massive props for both you both both you marcos and brady both of you guys for going like i think i have this thing and then going out and doing the research and like rather than just shoving it down like no there's no way i can have that one thing i do want to say i do not promote self-diagnosis i think you should always see a professional even i agree i agree but i I think that you're right in that if you think you have it and you need to find a solution try out the solution if you don't have the ability to go see a professional yeah Uh, but i do think that you should go see a professional before 
maybe announcing to the world because I know that's been an issue recently. Because uh, mm-hmm. my, my, you know, my girlfriend's like a psychologist, and she like gets really annoyed with TikTok now because oh, there's yeah. a lot of people who will just self-diagnose everything. Yeah, uh, you it, know what? I get why. And here's and here's the thing. I think that's where a lot of the so many people have so many problems these days. Crowd comes from because it's a lot of young kids self-diagnosing, and and even some adults. And honestly, I don't. For me personally, I don't see the harm in that because if you think you have a problem and you start trying to help yourself with said problem and then it ends up, oh, I don't actually have this issue, then it's like. Whatever okay. solutions you're enacting cool. are probably still nothing helping. bad has happened because yeah, of whatever the, solutions. I don't know. Maybe like maybe it has mis- mistreating yourself can can be an issue, but I feel like also as you're a kid growing up, especially on the internet age, that's the other thing where the ADHD thing comes from. You have so much media coming at you all the time. Your brain wants to be stimulated all the time, which is a thing with both ADHD and also overexposure to everything you know so that's why i think yeah, it's hard to tell for some there's people there's overlap in the solutions between you know adhd oh, yeah. stuff and then just stuff that is blighting people mm-hmm. in general <laughs> in the way that things are changing yeah. yeah so like i think i think that's why i hate those fucking accounts that make fun of younger kids for like self-diagnosing and giving themselves like neo pronouns and and all this stuff you know i i don't see any harm in it I see someone who doesn't understand who they are, and so they're trying out a bunch of stuff to figure that out. I don't see any yeah. bad in that. You're growing for, up. You're to figure for, out who for, you are. Yeah. For, for, for things that can, you know, impact you mentally to a large degree, I think you should seek a professional diagnosis and professional help. Things like therapy and medication can help a shit ton. But don't feel like... I'm gonna have to go spend a thousand dollars to go get this diagnosis. Good, good old America. Um, take your time, figure it out, and try some solutions. You can self-diagnose for a bit, but if you feel like it gets to a point where this is still inhibiting you a lot, then that's—I think—that's the point where you have to see someone who knows a lot more than WikiHow. He kicks you like this. <laughs> Don't do drugs unless you need to. Go get somebody that tells you that you need to. <laughs> Don't do drugs, Michael, the guy who was talking about smoking before he did his workout today. (laughs) Speaking of which, I gotta go do my workout. Go bench Stackateka. You want to know who I would love to smoke a blunt with? That'd be hype, too. Stackateka. 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 I don't think he has a mouth or a nose or a respiratory system, but you know what? I think he could still vibe with it. he's got, like, multiple respiratory systems. I think, like, all of his little blocks are, like, (laughs) little... Yeah. Every little brick is its own yeah. thing. He's a lot uh, of guys. Oh, that's weird. Stack attack goes by they them pronouns, not because he is, uh, not or not because they are non-binary, <laughs> but because <laughs> they, are they are multiple, multiple guys. Motherfuckers. Yeah, but I think Stack Attacka eats eats by like just just sitting on top of you, you know, because he's hollow in there. He just humble. He just like has the consuming void underneath him. Yeah, yeah it's a black hole oh, wait, in Patreon there. Time. It's like. <laughs> just, just no, we're talking hole. about the anatomy no. of Stack Attacka. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the Patreon uh, minute. Thank you very much to Crazy Ooh. Carlton, Jarrett the Carrot, Plumma, Professor Gems, Ryan, and Turdra, uh, as well as everybody else. Um, girded, hit the Quan. Hit the Quan. Girded FFA content on there. 
Yes, we... I need to catch up. I need to make more mons. Brady has been like cooking shit. He's been he's been I... hunting, shiny hunting. He's been making sets and showdown and like trying them out. I'm scared. Yeah, Brady, <laughs> you have to warn us. We have to like plan out FFA sessions so we can actually build yeah, mons. That shit yeah, costs resources um, that I don't have. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a buck 50. I've been like making FFA mons more than I've been making series 2 uh teams <laughs> that's based <laughs> uh, bye everyone but yeah anyway, goodbye everybody goodbye, goodbye.